0: Listener Production. Hello, it's me, Ashla Carlson. You know what this is? Oh, it's the best of episodes. Over the next few weeks, we will be covering all the best bits from Season 3 of the podcast. Now, this episode will focus on all of the biggest laughs, the funniest bits, the bits that made me wee a little. Yeah, I buy a new office chair every three weeks. People on planes still call me business knickers. If you've listened to the Sarah Millican episode, you'll understand why. You're going to love this episode. Just be sure to tell the person next to you who's asking why you're crying with laughter on the train that it is my podcast that you're listening to. Shh, that's
1: quite enough. Oh, just, just shut your mouth. I don't oh, give a is stop. It's shush, please. Ah. Yes, I can hear. Down, but please. I don't care. Oh, shush. First
0: up, we have funny man Ross Noble and how he messes with people at the grocery store.
1: This is one of my favourite things in the world, right? It's when you're in the supermarket and you see somebody on the next checkout and they'll turn around and they'll, and they'll go... <laughs> and they will put their hand up like yeah, this. Yeah, they be, They're far enough away that they could go, look at on the next check. They could just do that, but they yeah. put their hand up. over So you know, and then they clearly have said, don't look now, and they do this thing, and I, it, it, like, it, it's incredible that this, this would just don't look now, and then the people will turn around, like slowly, and look at the roof, and nobody has it, think about, like, in your head, think about the roof of a supermarket. Yeah. You can't picture it because you've never looked at it. Nobody has ever looked at the supermarket. Do they have? <laughs> Do they have low-hanging lights? Does it go all the way to the ceiling? Is there a ceiling? Nobody has ever looked at the roof of a supermarket. So they turn around and they look up like that, and then you know that the next place they're going to look, which nobody ever does. Nobody ever looks from the ceiling straight to somebody else, right? And you know that the eyes are going to come around like that. So what I do, and it's it's a terrible thing to do, but it makes me laugh so much, is the second that I see them look at the ceiling... I lock my eyes on the back of their head and I like properly stare. (laughs) And the fact that they think they're being they think that you have no idea what's going on. And the eyes start to come down and they just glance across and then I like I'm staring directly at them and then they panic. Because they think, oh, shit, he just happened to be looking at the back of my head when I looked down. And then they'll go, oh, well, he must have looked away now. And they look again, but I'm still staring like that. And then they go bright red. And they they still don't realise that I've clocked what's going on. It's a joy. It's It's an absolute joy.
0: Definitely. It's like a sixth sense. I know when people recognise me. When they try and play it as cool as possible, they can walk past. It's like their neck goes really stiff. And they're always <laughs> yeah, yeah. locking their heads and they go like a cartoon character. And then they always circle back. There's always like, and like, I could be in the supermarket and then I clock them. I see they've seen me and then they come back and now they're behind me. Now they come back again. And then I always call, I always go, hello. And no. I was at a paint no. shop no. one and this lady, I could tell she was eyeballing me the whole time. She would have been in her 60s And um, eventually she sort of worked her way to where I was. Now, when you go into the paint shop, there's the wallpaper section and there's a paint section. And you're either looking for one or the other. It's very rare to go in for the whole, you know, lot. So I'm in the paint, she's in the wallpaper section, and then she sort of slowly starts working her way towards me. And she gets next to me and she goes, where do I know you from? And I just look at her, because now I know I've had time to clock her and I know her husband's over on the other side. And I go, we went to school together. She goes, we didn't. I go, yeah, we went to school together. And then her husband comes up and he goes, hello. But he, I knew, he knew who I was because he's all smiley. And um, she goes, she says we went to school together. So they were obviously in school together. And he goes. Really, and he's just smiling, uh, and I go, "Yeah, I remember you well. You were the whore in our class." And then uh, I start uh, laughing, and he's just going with me, and she's like, "No one was that. I was. I've only ever been with him, and all of a sudden, I've got this woman's sexual
1: history." Uh, <laughs> so, I thought you were gonna say, "Yeah, I'm shagging that bloke over there," and then points at the husband. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been having an affair with him yeah, saw me, You saw me sneaking out the sock window last week Yeah, we made, we made a VHS, I know, all day <laughs> yeah, yeah. all day long
0: This next bit isn't so much about my friend and comedian Dane Simpson It's more about his dad, or, you know, as I like to call him, the funniest man alive Strap yourself in for the best dad joke of all time your dad your dad is a record holder in Wagga for the most finger clicks or something in a minute, or what yeah. what does he have a record for? I, I just he, thought he, that is the funniest <laughs> shit I've ever heard. Like, you know when you hear like um, I'm in the Guinness Book of World records for eating the most glasses, and you're yeah, like, yeah. Who the fuck is eating glasses? And then your dad is one of these records. What is your, the record?
2: Oh, he made it up. It's his record. Um, he's mm. just like I'm the fastest clicker in Wagga wogger. And then he clicks his fingers. He can he can click. He l- clicks loud, like loud, loud, yeah. um, as if like banging a table loud. And yeah. he could like click "Wipeout" by the by the Beach Boys. You know that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He can he can click that. That's how fast he is. But yeah, he gave himself. He gave himself the record of being the fastest clicker well, in Well, I mean,
0: that's how records start. Like, you, you go, there's a guy, he was a non-smoker um, and famously broke the record for smoking the most cigarettes on World No Smoking Day. He made this whole, uh, like, and I still don't think that counts. He tied all these cigarettes together and it was like, the size of a dinner plate, and then he just sucked them in a circle like that, and he smoked the most cigarettes at the same time. And I'm like, yeah, because no one is going to fucking challenge that. <laughs> no. It's no like one the did. guy goes, I ate a glass, uh, uh, you know, a glass bowl. I'm like, okay, good on you. You can yeah. have that record. And I think your dad ha- can keep that record. Uh, like, oh, I think he-, he needs a jacket or something, like, at the PGI.
2: <laughs> <it's>, uh, <laughs> he He loves He loves. Clicking his fingers and, and like, creating a beat and people start dancing. He's the Pied Piper. Harley Breen called him the Pied Piper of Fuck Up, which I love. I think that that's the funniest, like, name of somebody. <laughs> also, I've seen him. He's, we were at a pub. Band was playing. They were singing like a, just like a love ballad. Beautiful singing. Just one person standing there singing in a mic with an iPad sort of thing. And my dad walked towards him and I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. He's going to start clicking his fingers or something. And I started filming him and he just veered off to the right and just went into the men's toilets. And I was like, oh, that that didn't pan out the way that I thought it was going to. And I put my phone away and then all of a sudden the door kicks open to the toilets and he's got spoons that he's found somewhere. I don't know where he's got in spoons from. Room. In the men's room. In the men's
0: and if it you find play. spoons in a men's room, it's that, those are there because someone's constipated. No one else <laughs> would leave a spoon. <laughs>
2: I feel like he, like, godfathered them <laughs> earlier in the day oh, and then yeah. he's like, these, these are going to come in handy and he's he's just come out and just started clicking, like, the spoons and everyone in that pub just went, yeah, like, just, like, it was the greatest thing and then he's, like, going up to the girl that's singing and loving it. It oh, blows God. my mind. This type of stuff. That's why I take him with me. Like, this is yeah. unheard of. People don't do that, but he does. Um, yeah, when we were in Queensland, uh, we went to the casino and we're hanging out, these uh, these big bikey guys, tattoos and stuff all over them. But in Queensland, it's, a, it's illegal to be a part of a gang. Um, you can't have, like, gang colours and stuff on. And they had yeah. Band-Aids over a tattoo on their neck that clearly was saying that they were part of a gang. And they're standing next to us at the bar and this guy's ordered a beer And Dad just points at his neck and just goes, Oi, you're part of the bandados. And I'm so
0: scared.
2: (laughs) 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 I'm so scared. (laughs) I'm genuinely like, oh no, what? How's this going to play out? And this guy just laughed and bought us beers, and I was like, oh my god, Dad, I thought you almost killed us then, but nah, he's because people, it's it's infectious. This fun and just being silly and and what like he's like, yeah, and this guy loved it. He's like, yeah, I'm about that. That's great.
0: I have never laughed harder than in this episode with Sarah Malikan. I now only record with adult nappies on. Please enjoy this story about me, my knickers and a extremely traumatised air hostess. Yeah. I've always been the person who takes spare knickers in case I fall in a lake. Or I don't know. I'm not even anywhere near a lake, but I'm like, you never know. I don't trust someone who goes, oh, I'm just going to go. I'm like, you're obviously going to stink on day two. Like, there's no way. Oh, Yeah especially in airports airports do something weird to my bras like they just smell like like if I knock a boob it smells like somebody's having a barbecue after a couple of days (laughs) if I've been in airports there's too much meat happening over They said i like a clean bra I'll have an airport bra and then I'll have a um, now I've arrived bra (laughs) yeah oh no I even if it's like say a 12 hour flight I take spare knickers and then I like you take your old pair that you go I need to throw these away and then you forget and every time you do the washing you just pack them away again, and then oh, when no. I go when I go on a long haul flight, I always take those knickers and I wear them. And then halfway through the flight, I will go fresh enough. Then I throw those knickers away in the bin in the bathroom on the plane. But one day we're flying from Johannesburg to Singapore or something, and um, the couple next to me had been on honeymoon in Cape Town, and she lost her wedding ring. Now I'd already oh, done no, my fresh. No. <laughs> Fresh up so we're sitting right in the front so the air hostess goes I'll go get it. So they check the the floor they oh check God. the seats <laughs> yes and Ew. then they go and get the bag out of the bin in the bathroom that only we have been using you know and they <laughs> unpack it <laughs> and, and there's knickers you? my knickers <laughs> I've never been so thankful people wearing, she was wearing those thick blue gloves, the pla- the yeah, rubber gloves. Yeah, rightly like, so. And everyone just kind of, like, everyone knew it was my knickers. Like, there was no way this <laughs> size four sitting next to me. <laughs> like, when they peeled up in those knickers, <laughs> the woman's arms were completely stretched out. <laughs> 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 anyway, so I've oh. never flown this British Airways again. Are you barred? <laughs> I think I'm on a list. <laughs> you just know I was part oh. of the Christmas party story. Like, they would all have the Christmas party lunch and they'd go, Cheryl, tell us a story about the knickers and business again. <laughs> <laughs> business I was, knickers? That's yeah, what you I, should, your nickname should be business knickers. <laughs> I'm always going to refer to you now as business knickers. <laughs> we might edit this out then. <laughs> oh my God. I have so many knickers. Like, it's insane. And then uh, it's like I have this... When I travel, I can easily... Okay, so I would go to Melbourne for a month... That's fifty pairs of knickers and ten bras, and then I go. Um, and of course, I do washing along the way. I'm in an Airbnb. Yeah, it's not like yeah. you know they was holding water from me. You don't throw them all out in on aeroplanes though. <laughs> anymore, That's good. You do not anymore. I tell you. Now I flush them. <laughs> <laughs> Much better Much better I always Like where does it go When you flush stuff on it You know it goes out Like it's going to land On someone's house You might be killing people With those plants no, no I might be solving A housing crisis Somewhere in Antarctica <laughs> <laughs> Kevin We're not building The air today We've got one of those Holy tents again Business Nick Has been on board again <laughs> Oh, Oh, that's so funny. (gasps) So I didn't realise Luke McGregor and I had so much in common, but the thing that really bonded our friendship was, well, it was a love for adult nappies. You heard me. Mm. My kids just
3: don't pee a lot. All the seats I booked to shows are are designed around toilet access. Um, The last band I saw live was... You too, um, and I just didn't drink anything, so I wouldn't have to go to the toilet. Yeah, um, yeah it's a big thing for nowadays. You. Adult nappies, maybe. Yeah. At a concert.
0: See, and you can stand um, and pee.
3: Yeah, I'd bring. I it. can't
0: even stand and pee. I do. I think about
3: how at some point it's kind of embarrassing to wear diapers, but they never stop being practical. Yeah. And as an adult, there are many situations I can think of where a diaper would be really handy. I, I guess the only thing I'd be worried about is if I peed in the nappy. Yeah. I'd be worried I get some sort of rash because you've got your pee there the whole time, just sitting there. Look,
0: I've only got one kidney, and I think it uh, like my quantity of pee is more than other people's. So, I when we just had kids, I, I peed in a baby nappy, I did, and it couldn't hold my pee.
3: Well, that, that makes sense. I guess it's a it's a baby's nappy, but
0: yeah. um, but but it's a lot thicker than an adult nappy. Adult nappies are quite thin. So I'd oh, have really? to go buy, I'm going to buy one and try it. Fuck, now, yeah, this is a, let's do it. Okay. I'll, like I'll, I know, I'll do it as well. Yeah, let's do it. And then we go for that coffee. Like apart from just comedy coffee, we're just going to go for a coffee. <laughs> and then we're going to sit there and each of us piss in our nappy. But you have to try it beforehand because then I want it to leak. And then it's awkward.
3: Yeah, but it's such high stakes if we just go straight for the coffee on the maiden run on the first test. No, I think <laughs> we should do it. Test.
0: There's no greater waste of time than regret, <laughs> Luke. We're going to do it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm really I, – I, I'm up for not testing it beforehand and maybe we just get a coffee to go and go for a walk in the park or something. <laughs> but it would be better to sit. It's something more – it's more powerful to sit there because that's that's the situation you're in. Like you're in a meeting, yeah. you're in a high stakes um, discussion? Or- oh, no,
0: what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to the supermarket where you can buy them and then I'll, I'll buy like a few packs of nappies too and then when I get to the till, I'll just go, where's your donation trolley thing? And then because I always have the thing where you can donate and then I'll just yeah. walk up and go donate all the nappies and the baby food and walk out with my adult I mean, that's better for charity, but can you just go to the,
3: you know, the automatic checkout, the the non-judgmental robot checkouts?
0: I can, but then, you know, I'm going to get two swipes in and then I'm going to have to wait for assistance because that thing always wants you to get, wait for assistance. <laughs> and then sinister. I don't want them to then go, Um, can we just get a price check on adult nappies? Price check for this lady? <laughs>
3: It's a risk.
0: (laughs) So I don't want to risk it, no. I feel like that could be more handling rather than less, whereas if you go up and as soon as you pack it out, so you do two packs of nappies, the adult nappies, another pack of nappies, say a pack of pads for a teenager or whatever, and then, you know, two or three things of baby food, and then you go, where's your donation bin? Because these I'm just going to put straight in. And then if they go, we'll do it, go, no, no, I want to do it myself. You know, I I say a prayer as I dump it in. And then (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying, like, you need to preemptively, so they go, oh, this person's amazing. Then you do donate, but you also get your nappies. And what I did with a baby nappy is I stood in the bath. Um, not to paint you a picture, but here's the full picture. I took all my clothes off and I stood in the bath and I just held the, the baby nap because, of course, I couldn't make it fit because my, you know, my yeah. baby was like six weeks old. And then I peed in it and then it just overfilled and it ran. Everywhere.
3: But no leakage, just overflow. Um. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And I also think if I had peed slower, maybe it... Gave it a. Cha- it would have
3: given it a chance oh, like, to absorb. Like watering a plant. Yeah. You got to ease it in. I'll do some homework too. I'll ask the pharmacist how long before the rash kicks in. Yeah. And uh and I'll, I'm also seeing my dermatologist to get um, a six monthly mole check. Yeah. So I'll ask them if they know as well. Um. So I'll, I'll get some. Like we'll, we'll we'll be prepared. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And I assume afterwards once we peed we'll have to go back to have a shower, to change it, to get out of it, right?
0: Yeah, or or you, you want one of those big wet wipes. You, you just stay in hotels when you're
3: in Melbourne? Yeah. We might, maybe we just go somewhere really close to your hotel okay. and then we can use the shower. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <At> the end. <laughs> so we have got access to a shower okay. either near my house or near your uh, hotel room yeah. and that way we can just take it in turns um, getting getting out of them again.
0: And then next time we're on, have you been paying attention together? We both wear the nappies on set and then yeah. I want to be on set and I'll give you, I'll, I'll like, have, you, have a, a cue for you that you know it's happening.
3: <laughs> yeah. And then I do it as well. Yeah. And then I find out that you were pranking me and that you didn't do it and only I, I did it. <laughs> and
0: then you panic and you have a poo <laughs> in your adult nappy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I think you, uh, This is the first the time risks. I've
0: ever talked for about 10 minutes about peeing in the napkin. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yes.
0: Mith Warhurst, my fellow short queen, joined me in ranting about being vertically challenged but also the joys of being able to run under a table. Her biggest problem right now is fitting on a new boyfriend's toilet. It's a real issue, I tell you, and it needs to be addressed. And we address it.
4: So- no, people have actually tweeted me. saying like, you know, I'm too short for television. Like they've actually said that to me when I've been co-hosting with people. So, which is just bizarre that that would be something that you'd wake up that day and go, I can't watch that. She's too short. (laughs) (laughs) Can I tell you on Spicks and Specs, I have to ask for a cushion or two cushions because otherwise the bench, the table that we sit on, I'm literally just looking up (laughs) neck upwards. So... It's so high and the chairs yeah. are so low that I can't even see, literally, and I have underneath my feet. So I sit on two cushions in order yeah. to be kind of the same height to look like I'm saying Hard with And I actually have my feet on a box because I can't touch the ground even yeah. when the chairs are up there. Like it's, yeah, it's yeah. um, it's something I've never discussed with anyone before. But yes, I know, it's a lot. private
0: shame. a short bitch in the, in the entertainment industry. <laughs> So, have you been paying attention? Australia made me a wooden box that goes under the desk
2: because for me
0: to be the same height, because otherwise the button comes up to between my tits here. And it's just a weird thing where you sort of then it looks like I'm hanging off the buzzer instead of pressing the buzzer. So, they've made a box so my feet can go on there. And then, um, when in New Zealand they bought the rights, they sent the recipe of how to make my box for New Zealand, so they too <laughs> made me a footstool. So I'm the only one that's got a footstool. So when I come up on the show, here comes the footstool.
4: <laughs> I've got my own own box as well. <laughs>
0: where where do I find you today? Where are you? Because where do you, you live in Victoria?
4: I do. I do. I recently, well, in the last sort of six months, eight months, i, I moved to kind of semi-rural Victoria. I think um, two years of lockdown in inner city Melbourne kind of made me realise that that's what I needed at this point. And I, I just went for it, which has been a huge life change for me, but I love it. I absolutely love it. And
0: you're in Brisbane. You've got a long distance scenario
4: happening or? I do, I do. And I was just thinking about, you know, with feet on the box and stuff, these toilets too high for me. Like when I sit on the toilet, I can't put my feet on the ground. Oh no, oh no. (laughs) Like I've had to say to him, like like, your toilet's too big. Like it's literally too high for me. I can't, like you can't go if you can't put your feet on the ground. That's just uncomfortable. Yeah, that's
0: bizarre. Then you feel like a three-year-old. You don't realise how, what bigger part, what bigger role the height of a toilet will play in your life till you realise mm. how many different ones there are and you're like, holy fuck, this is important stuff.
4: <laughs> well, I have to renovate the bathroom in my new house but I didn't realise that I'm going to have to choose a toilet based on all of these factors.
0: I know. But the biggest thing is you're now going to go into Mitre or Bunnings or wherever you're going to buy it and you have to <laughs> go and to sit, sit on, on
4: those <laughs> Excuse me, I have to sit on these. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me, I can't have them up on the wall. They need to come down and I need to sit on them to see if I can touch the ground. <laughs> yeah, and then the problem is, like, as soon as
0: you get to a certain age, it's like, once you see a toilet or your bladder goes, oh, it's a toilet, let's go, we better got pay. <laughs> <laughs> it's so right. <laughs> have you ever seen a headline, man sticks flare up his bum? Yeah, well, Rob Beckett has, and we spent a good minute talking about this local hero, and mine too. I wonder if we can get him on this podcast. Hey, mate, if you're listening, come have a chat. You can bring your flares. Or I'll have a comfortable chair for you. In Melbourne, when they had the protests, you know, the anti-mandate protest, all these yeah. tradies were out, and this guy went up and punched a horse in the face. I'm like, have you seen our muscular horses? Like, I'm- that horse wouldn't have felt it. It's like pinching a Kardashian's ass.
5: I, I don't respect the man hurting an animal. That shouldn't happen, and he's wrong. Yeah. However, yeah. you've got to respect the ambition in him. The <laughs> man had a dream. That man said, I'm going to knock that fucking horse out. And he <laughs> ran up to an horse and yeah. clocked him. And part of him was going, imagine if I drop him. Imagine yeah. if I drop Imagine if you punched a horse in the face and dropped it. I'm not saying you should, it'd be terrible. Horses are lovely animals. But imagine the power of just right hooking an horse, and it's going bang, yeah. down. KO'd 10 count I respect the ambition
0: no totally
5: someone did a line of coke in the Euros over here in London did a line of coke like in full view and then stuck a flare up his ass and lit it
0: amazing
5: (laughs) have you not seen that guy (laughs)
0: <laughs> I'm gonna go Google that as soon as we
5: <laughs> This is the headline. Yob put flare up bum, drank twenty ciders, snorted Coke, and then stormed Wembley for England versus Italy, Euro final.
0: What a day. What
5: a day. What a day Imagine- he had.
0: <laughs> Imagine your day. How was your day? Oh, had you vacuumed the kids' rooms? And then sort out some of the clothes.
5: <laughs> did, you, did, you, did you watch the football last weekend? Yeah, sort of. <laughs> where, where were you? I went to the game. What did you do? I just had a couple of drinks. How many? 20. Okay. Anything else? Yeah, a line a coke. Okay. Stick anything up your arse? Yeah, just a lit flare. <laughs> Say what you like about him. You always know where he is. <laughs> yeah. You never lose him. Where is he? Where's the red smoke? Follow the smoke. <laughs> That's
0: the kind of guy you want on a boat. So yeah. who's brave enough to shoot the flare not only am I brave enough I'm going to pull him with my dick
5: yeah he would have sorted out the Somali pirates on Captain Phillips wouldn't he we're going to torture him we're going to force 20 drinks down his throat we're going to make him do drugs going to shove a flare up his ass. he's like brilliant what Sunday <laughs> every week
0: yeah. what are we doing tomorrow though <laughs>